Welcome back to Collapsia with Sydney. My name is Sydney and I'm your host. Um, I today wanted to discuss the new year. Happy New Year, by the way. And just my take on resolutions and sticking with resolutions, letting go of resolutions, taking things slow, all of that jazz. Uh, but it's, I'm glad to be back. I hope everybody spent a good holiday. I think I spoke to you last Christmas hadn't passed yet, so Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. So everybody loves a new year, and a lot of us start out the year with high expectations, you know, I'm going to have new routines, new friends, new hobbies, new boyfriend, new whatever. Everybody is getting left behind. Everything I'm carrying over is only the best, whatever. But having these types of high expectations can be super overwhelming and it can lead to a lot of, you know, over comparison to others, comparing your goals, comparing your progress, all of that. And as we have talked about again and again, comparison is basically the killer of happiness. Now, when setting goals, which setting goals is good and maybe even vital for development, it's also important to be realistic. So, for example, setting goals like, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week. I'm going to cut this person out of my life. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to quit, you know, smoking or vaping, which is something a lot of people in my age group deal with, I feel like, unfortunately. You know, side note, I feel like our generation almost got away from the whole smoking thing because I got to say health class really worked on me. You know, seeing all those, like, black lungs like all of that worked on me but then you know I mean I'm not saying I'm partook in anything but you know seeing everybody in high school like the whole peer pressure thing even though nobody pressures you into it really it's just like the culture okay anyway that was a tangent but just like food for thought isn't that crazy we could have just not had this issue but unfortunately the generation my generation is still dealing with it but Back to resolutions. How to make resolutions you can keep. These are the things that I think can be helpful in doing that. So you want to think about the why. Why do I want this goal? Why am I setting this goal? Why am I making this resolution? Then think about how. You know, how am I going to make this happen? How am I going to introduce this into my routine? How am I going to be able to sustain this habit or this, you know, resolution? Next, you want to also think about the when. You know, I mean, this goes hand in hand with the how, but like, when do I want to do this? How is it going to fit into my routine, like time-wise, you know, logistically? Next, if we're talking about like some form of addiction, like smoking or vaping, Think about the loss, you know, how it's going to affect you, what healthy habits you can incorporate into your life to replace your possibly, you know, self-sabotaging behaviors of the past. Something that I have found to be really helpful when I'm setting a goal and trying to stick to it is to surround myself with similar people or people with similar interests or a similar headspace. 
you know, for example, when I started going to the gym, at first I did do it alone, but eventually, you know, I found some friends that, or realized that some of my friends did share the same hobbies, you know, so I would go to the gym with a friend, which makes it turn into a social activity. Or perhaps surrounding yourself with people that just, you know, want to see you win and that will hold you accountable if you find yourself slipping into, you know, some bad habits or something like that. Or you want to surround yourself with people that maybe have the habits that you're trying to achieve. You know, this is one of the major keys when it comes to manifestation as well. You want to imagine yourself yourself with the life you want and do the activities that you would do in this life you know think the way you would in this life behave the way you would in this life and you know eventually you'll kind of end up in the life you want and I think I talked about it in my introducing myself episode where I had a quote and everything I don't really feel like digging that up right now but What he was basically saying in the book is you want to surround yourself or create an environment in which you would see yourself in your dream life. So like the kinds of friends you would have, the kind of like routines you would have, whether that's like, you know, oh, in this dream life you cook regularly or in this dream life you're active. You know, if you start implementing those into your life, eventually you'll reap the benefits and you'll kind of find yourself in that life you've always envisioned. But when doing these types of new routines and new goals and everything, it's really easy to fall into what we have all seen and heard, which is imposter syndrome. Now, imposter syndrome is, as defined by Wikipedia, is a psychological occurrence in which an, an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. And what I think is that imposter syndrome is one of the big reasons why resolutions fail. Because it imposter syndrome, in my opinion, doesn't always mean when your like, skills or talents or just accomplishments is... Um, can be exposed as a fraud, but it's also just the phenomenon of unfamiliarity with a new thing, a new habit, a new idea. And, um, you know, when you start something new, it will feel foreign and it's easy to stick with familiarity and, you know, there's less risk that way. But when you start something new, a multiple, a multitude of emotions may be processed, which, you know, it can begin with excitement, which then can kind of turn into anticipation, which is, you know, similar, but not the same. And this can end up bleeding into fear, which, you know, it could be fear of failure, fear of embarrassment, just fear of being, you know, an other you know, you're doing this activity and you're like, oh, this isn't me. This is them. I wish I could be them, but it's not me. You know, there's me and them. There's me and other. And, um, or like you become that other. But to me, the key to beating this imposter syndrome, in my opinion, is the exclusion of feelings of shame and embarrassment. Now, I know that this is way 
easier said than done. And this is not going to say that I don't experience shame or embarrassment. Far from it. But, you know, I got to a point in my life where I was just embarrassing myself far too often to really give a shit anymore. To be quite honest, I am quite a clumsy person. You know, I'm gullible. I say silly things. I don't always think before I speak. I just, you know, there was a time where my body didn't really feel mine. You know, I'm I'm like 5'8". My, my limbs were just getting a little long. You know, there's that whole awkward stage where you just like... You, it's easy to feel embarrassed, you know, but then I reached a certain point when I was like, okay, what's the point of all of this? You know, what's this feeling? What's the point of feeling embarrassed? And, you know, Google defines it as a feeling of self-consciousness, shame, or awkwardness. If you just accept that that may be your baseline, you know, you can only go up from there. And also, I believe that one's ability to experience embarrassment is directly correlated to their respect of themselves because at the end of the day who do you live for do you live for yourself or do you live for others you know if you stop yourself from doing something because of the risk of embarrassing yourself then you are living for others because if you were to live for yourself wouldn't you try it and, you know, coming back to resolutions, let's say you want to go to the gym regularly. I'm sorry, I sound like a broken record. This is the only example I show, but this is the biggest example that I've seen in my own life where I've been able to the like draw examples from. But let's say you want to go to the gym regularly and you start by um, introducing it gradually, you know, so as to not hurt yourself. Um, if you feel uncomfortable with it at first, it's normal. You know, anything unknown will be uncomfortable to begin with. But if you truly wish this um, or wish for this to become a part of your routine, then you'll put in that time and that effort. And, you know, you're not even thinking about whether it's embarrassing because you have a goal in mind and you're trying to get there. This is a goal that's going to help you. It's not for anybody else. And particularly when you're going to the gym, you know, Who's going to be with you the entire time? Who are you? Who's seeing your body and who's feeling your body like no one else but you? So you're the one reaping the rewards here. None of anybody else's opinions matter. And so something I told myself at the start of last year was that I would respect my own wishes. You know, if I wish to become strong, lean, active in my life, then I respect my own wish and I got myself to the gym. You know, if I wish to start a podcast, though there was a delay, I do respect myself enough to show up and record said podcast. And, you know, much like you would respect your boss's time or your friend's time when meeting up or even your professor's time when having a one-on-one meeting, you respect them and so you show up the same goes for yourself for you respect yourself and show up for yourself you if you find that you maybe don't respect yourself as much as you would have liked think about what makes you respect others so for example i respect people who respect others number one I respect people who are kind to others, who want to see others succeed. I respect those who have standards, who have goals. 
And I personally also respect people who are well-spoken, well-educated, well-read. Become those who you respect, you know, be, try to incorporate those aspects of their personality that you think resonate with you and that resonate with your, you know, mission statement, quote unquote, you know, by adopting those habits and those values, you will start to respect yourself because you'll be finding these qualities within yourself that you've always admired, admired in others. And it's also really important to treat yourself with kindness, much like you would treat others with kindness. It's important to treat yourself with kindness, especially when it comes to this time with New Year's and resolutions and big goals and everything. Missing a day or slipping up is normal. The key is having the discipline to go back, to get back to it. So, you know, everybody has that. I feel like the gym one is a huge one for the beginning of the year. And, you know, maybe you start off the year and there's like, let's say it's the first week of January. You went on Monday. You went on Tuesday. Maybe you didn't go on Wednesday, but you went on Thursday. You went on Friday. Oh, it's the weekend. I'm not going to go. Oh, next Monday comes around. Ah, God, I'm like so tired. I don't really feel like it. Next thing you know, like two weeks have gone by. You know, that's fine. The fact that two weeks went by is fine. It's totally fine. Think about why you wanted to go in the first place. It's normal that your body was like, and your mind beyond that was like, okay, I'm tired. I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to do it anymore. It's okay to find your thought pattern going back into that old you know, mindset. Your body feeling exhausted. Your body telling you, I need to slow down. It's important to listen to your body, but, you know, also bringing that, re- that, oh my goodness, what happened? Bringing back that respect for yourself. Why did you want to include this routine into your lifestyle? Why did you want to do this? And now how can you do it in a way that's going to actually be effective and that's going to be, that's going to be sustainable? You know, it's, okay to have a slow day but you just need to have discipline and you need to hold on to your why okay guys i just realized that for half of this episode i completely forgot to plug my mic in so i completely apologize for the change of sound quality i (laughs) honestly i'm gonna be kind with myself and it's gonna be fine um realistically it's 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 okay it's okay It's annoying and it's frustrating, but it's okay. I'm going to let it go and I'm just going to keep plugging my mic in from this point on, even though I'm basically done. Um, I did like my ideas though, and I don't really think that it'll be as authentic if I just repeat myself again. So I hope that you can all still enjoy what I had to say. But also the last thing that I wanted to point out was, you know, It's also important to take things slow from time to time. You know, a couple years ago, my friend once asked me if I ever just sit and let my mind wander. And, you know, upon some reflection, my answer is no. (laughs) But it is important to do so. You know, think of yourself as a plant. Yes, you need sunshine, which is let's say, activity, grinding, go, 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 discipline, goals, resolutions, all of that. But you also need water. 
you know, self-care, calmness, deep breaths, you know, those returning to centers. Um, I know I've talked about breath work, like, in the past with stressors and anxiety and all of that, but, you know, having those deep breath moments is what I've heard this YouTuber I love watching, Hitomi, um, she talks a lot about having deep breath moments, and I think that it's a fantastic way of describing what I would call those, you know, watering days. You know, maybe going out on a walk and you're just observing the nature and you're just like, oh, let me just take a deep breath. You know, this is such a nice walk. Or, you know, the other day I was looking around my room. I just got this color changing light bulb and it's really fun. And I just got an Alexa let's hope she didn't hear me and I have these two sunset lamps and I've decorated my room and it's just such a safe space for me and it's just fantastic I love it here I have my candles I have my music I have my lights and I was just looking around and I was like let's just take a deep breath and enjoy this and you know it's important to do that you know it's important to return to center you know forget all of your goals your I at all your goals but forget about you know that whole go 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 mindset production production capital capitalism sydney you're just going all sorts of ways at this point but you guys get what i mean it's important to be kind with yourself be patient with yourself and just respect yourself you know someone that you respect not only would they have goals but they would also be kind to others be kind to yourself you know well i hope you enjoyed Sorry again about the change of sound quality, but I did really like this episode, and I hope that you could draw something from it. Um, but I'll see you next week, hopefully. I am going to try to post weekly on Fridays on this podcast. I am also going back to school and will be working part-time, so we'll see how that really sticks. But I, you know, I'm manifesting that it will happen. I just need to plan effectively. But I hope everybody has a nice day, a nice week, a nice January, um, and I'll see you next week.